Hi, Believer. I'm Naila Amara, and welcome back to the Woe Believer podcast, where we are rightly dividing the word of truth, aka the Bible, y'all. Remember, in today's episode, it's not to condemn you, but to offer salvation. Today, we're going to be talking about how to elevate and deepen your connection uh, with Christ, which honestly took me up until now uh, to get to that point. And I named this episode Mental Breakdown because it took a mental breakdown to get to this new level in Christ. So um, before we get started today, I just want to pray for us and we can get straight into it. Uh, So dear Heavenly Father, first, I'm just praying for whoever's listening to this podcast right now, Lord, that they will see you and not me, that I will decrease and you will increase, Lord Jesus. I'm just praying that this person will have an open heart and an open mind to what you have for them today. Uh, Be the whisper in their ear and cover them like the gentle surgeon that you are. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. So I know I have been gone for a super long time, and I'm sorry about that, y'all, but um, I was not able to make another episode until I received what I was supposed to receive, you know, from Christ, because I didn't want to come on here and just tell y'all a bunch of stuff, and it's just something that I'm making up, or I'm just pulling it out of thin air. In addition to that, I have some exciting news. I shared my testimony for the very first time out loud this summer. Y'all, I, first of all, I was crying my eyes out because I was like, oh my gosh, like I'm actually saying everything that I've been through out loud. And I was saying it in front of a bunch of strangers. And that was a realization for me because I never shared how I truly felt in those moments about Christ and I never unpacked what had happened and that offered a new open door to connect with Christ in a different type of way. So as I'm sharing my testimony, I'm thinking that I'm sharing it for the people who are sitting in the audience, you know, God is good, all that he's done for me, et cetera, et cetera. But in actuality, I'm ministering to myself and God is using that being able to share my testimony with others for other people to create healing for me and offer restoration for me through Christ. I couldn't come on this podcast and talk to you all just yet. I needed to receive that healing, receive that restoration, um, and really unpack all that had happened during that period with Christ and then allow uh, that to be translated onto y'all. So back to what I was naming the episode, Mental Breakdown. Um, I was, it was the finals of my school semester, last semester. And uh, there was a bunch of like finals going on. I was super overwhelmed. And on top of that, um a lot of things were happening in my family, like my grandma, we couldn't get in contact with her. So everybody was really stressed out. And with all of that happening at one time, I just like was really stressed and I began to become anxious and started dealing with like a lot of anxiety. And I thought uh, for a long time that if you are anxious and you shouldn't be anxious if you believe in Christ. And that is not true you can still deal with anxieties. 
um, and still be a believer in Christ at the same time. Like you're not exempt to human needs or dealing with stress or dealing with anxiousness just because you're in connection with the creator. Um, so in this moment when I'm dealing like with all this stuff, um, I just like literally can't take it anymore. I just, I just, I sit there for a second and I'm like, I'm going to stop looking at my screen right now. And I go and I sit on the couch and just in that moment, I, I'm trying not to cry y'all, but I think I'm going to break down a little bit again, but I just sat on my couch and I was like, God, I'm really tired. And I had been in this point of tiredness before. Um, so it was very familiar what this meaning of tired meant, but I was like, God, I am so tired right now. And I need help and I don't know what to do. And I just begin to cry. And in that moment of crying, I just kept repeating that, like, I'm tired, I'm tired. Like, please, like, I need help. Like, I'm really tired right now. I just can't do this anymore. Um, And I just started sharing about everything that had been happening from like the stress of finals to my family, like not being, you know, cohesive and everything that was happening with my grandma and not being able to contact her. I just, in that moment, released everything. And I was like, I need my grandma to come back. I need these finals to like be good. I'm just, I just cannot take more, much more of this. And in that moment, just sitting in his presence, I felt him there and I just felt the tell me more like tell me more like tell me what's going on like him just sharing to me like this is good like just talk to me about it and so I went on and on and on and it like went from actually talking about finals and talking about my family to talking about just everything um and I we had been probably talking for like one hour and I say we like me and Jesus for like one hour and it was like a burden had been lifted. And after we were done with our conversation, I was led to read first Peter and I knew a scripture from first Peter and I was really familiar with the text, but I just sat there and I read the whole thing and near the very end in five and seven, it says, cast all your anxieties on him because he cares for you. And that was just confirmation that that conversation was in that moment, God caring for me. And so I was like, okay, you know, we had our moment, like dusted my hands a little bit. I was like, woo, that was super healing. I received restoration. I am going to go ahead and just complete my finals and move on with my life. Um, we did get in contact with my grandma again. And that was great. Um, and I guess after that moment and period of being able to talk to her again, I was like, okay, like my stress and my anxiety is done. Like, Moving on, finished the semester, knocked it out, still not being able to comprehend what that moment was with Christ. Just thinking that it's just another prayer session. Um, fast forward, go to this conference called Urbana, and they're talking about mental health, anxiety, depression, all these different things that I never even considered could happen to me. I was like, mental health? Like, I'm good. Like, I got God. I'm good. I don't need that. 
Um, and Urbana being a Christian conference and them talking about like processing traumatic events with Christ. And I'm thinking, oh, well, I did that already. So like, I know all about that. I'm good. Like, you know, I don't even need to hear this. Um, and choosing anything other than learning more about mental health um, in relationship with Christ until I felt this nudging of like, go next door, like go next door, go next door. And it was so heavy on my spirit to go next door. I was like, you know what, love, like, let's just go next door. When next door, what is the guy talking about? He's talking about mental health. He's talking about relationship with Christ and mental health and how to process it together. And I was like, well, I know all about this, so I don't even really need to be here, but I'm just gonna sit here and listen and whatever. I'm listening to it and I'm like, man, like that's, this is a regular thing. Like people do this all the time. Like you could do this even if you're not dealing with depression and anxiety, you could do this for anything. Like you could deal this even with stress um, being lifted off. And so there was a period of shock. Like I cannot believe that this is normal. Um, and FYI, like if you do not take mental health into consideration in general, or even in the relationships that you value. Like, I didn't talk about my mental health, like, in conversations with friends or even really with family. Like, it just never really came up for us. Like, we just didn't talk about it. We didn't even think to talk about it. Um, and so when you don't think to talk about it with people that you care about, surely you don't even think to talk about it with Christ. You don't think to talk to God about your mental health because it's not a value to you. Um, and what was evident to me in that moment is that even if you don't value mental health, even if you don't value your well-being, Christ still values it. And it spoke to me in that moment that something that I didn't even care about, didn't even think to care about, God was already on. God was already trying to expose me to, you know, we can do this together, right? Um, I care about what's going on in your life. So we're going to do a lot of fast forwarding this episode. Fast forward again, y'all. Let's talk about what happened after. So after I go to this little prayer room and I sit back, sit down and I'm just, you know, unpacking things, you know, asking God, thanking God, worshiping him, you know, regular stuff. Um, and I just start crying again out of nowhere. I'm like, bro, I'm okay right now. Like, why am I even crying? And I just feel like that same spirit that was nudging me to go next door that was telling me in that moment, like, we still have more to talk about. Like, we still have more to unpack. That moment that we had was just literally the surface of what we could be. We want to get to a point where we can unpack the stuff that has happened, like, in childhood in young adulthood and even now like all of that can come out and so we're talking about total restoration therapy and healing and relationship with Christ and I was like there's absolutely no way we could do all that right now so to make a lifestyle out of it and to continue to deepen that connection with him I have decided and I'm really you know asking y'all and I want you all to do the same thing, to start having those really tough conversations about what has traumatized you, what stresses you, what gives you anxiety, and unpack that with Christ. 
So I want to start with this story, and I want to share this with you all because this story kind of aligns with what it means for sharing the burdens of what's going on in your life and does God really care um, about what's happening to us. So this is coming from John 11, 30 through 36, and uh, let's just read this really quick. And it says, So now Jesus had not yet come into the town, but was in the place where Martha had met him. So previously to, or previous to this verse, uh, Jesus and Martha meet, and Martha says to Jesus, Lazarus is dead, pretty much. Um, And if he would have been here, he wouldn't have died. So fast forward a couple verses, um, we're at 30. And so in 31, it says, then Jesus, who were with her in the house and comforting her, I'm sorry, not Jesus, the Jews. Uh, Then the Jews who were with her in the house and comforting her, when they saw that Mary rose up quickly and went out, followed her, saying, she is going to the tomb to weep there. Then when Mary came where Jesus was and saw him, she fell down at his feet, saying to him, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. And like, I believe we do that a lot, especially, well, I can't speak for everybody, but I know I do that, you know. God, were you there? If if this wouldn't have happened, if if you were there, like how could you let this happen to me? How could you let this how could you let this come to pass? You know, don't you care about me? Don't you love me? Don't you have compassion for me? Um, if you would have been there, this wouldn't have happened to me. Um, so let's go into 33. Therefore, when Jesus saw her weeping and the Jews who came with her weeping, he groaned in the spirit and was troubled. 34 says, and he said, where have you laid him? And they said to him, Lord, come and see. And 35 says, Jesus wept. (laughs) Then the Jews said, see, he loved him. (laughs) So we start off, Martha comes to Jesus, says Lazarus died. And if he would have been there, then he wouldn't have. Um, in that conversation that he has with Martha, just to provide some context, he's a little bit, Jesus is a little bit more practical or logical in a sense where he's like, you know, he's going to like come back. He's going to have a great new life, like post-death. Um, you know, do you believe in me? Like Martha's like, yes, I believe in you. Okay. Then you know what I'm saying is true, etc., etc. Then he goes, um, and sees Mary. Mary says the same thing as Martha. And, Jesus is a little bit more, you know, tugged in this moment. The Jews are with them. They're comforting her. And a little bit of Jesus's humanity starts to show. Um, And then you fast forward a little bit more. He asks, okay, where's the tomb? He goes to the tomb and then he starts weeping. So Jesus, someone who has conquered death and has risen again and knows what post-death is, still weeps and has compassion for those who are in grief. Um, And that just goes to show that having the conversation of, Lord, this has happened to me, and Jesus just sitting there with you and just being in grief and being, you know, in that moment with you. And that's what he has done for me in that moment when I was sitting on that couch and what he can do for all of us honestly just sitting there and weeping with us and no matter what we're going through just hearing us God he loves us and he said several times in his text that he has 
compassion for us and he wants to hear what we're going through and what we're dealing with. And I think that over a course of time, we think that just because God is God and he sees all that, you know, we don't need to have conversations with God about what's happening because he already knows what's happening. God knows that I'm dealing with this. God knows that I'm dealing with that, et cetera, et cetera. But it's the conversation that builds that relationship. Yes, God knows that this has happened. God was there when that happened because he said he'd never leave me nor forsake me. But it is unpacking what had happened with him that grows and strengthens that relationship. In Revelations 3 and 20, and this scripture really spoke to me, he says, here I am. I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come in and eat with them and they with me. So God is saying, here I am. Here I am. I'm at the door. I'm ready. Like whenever you're ready to open this door, I'm knocking. If you're ready to open the door, I will come in and eat with you. We'll talk. You'll eat with me. I'll talk to you. Says, come to me, all you weary and burdened. God has always been one who's been ready to take the burdens off of those who are struggling. And that's mental struggles, that's emotional struggles, that's physical struggles. He said, come to me in your weakest moment. And I'm, I'm crying now, like my voice is getting shaky, but we are all in one point in our lives weary. We are all burdened. And God said, let me take that from you. Let me take all that suffering and that pain. Let me take the anxiety and the stress take all everything that you're anxious about and unpack that and talk to me about it so I can help he said do not be when the righteous cry out God hears them and he delivers them from all their troubles be a believer that cries out and says God like I can't take this anymore don't suffer in silence don't cover it up with the band-aid and say oh well God is good all things work together for the glory of God and all those things are true but God is our refuge and our strength in the time of help he wants to be one that intervenes God is a wounded healer Jesus is a wounded healer the whole point of God sending Jesus down to die for our sins other than being the ultimate sacrifice was for him to experience all the hurt and the pain physically, emotionally, and mentally that we have all experienced. Hebrews 4 and 15 says, for we have not a high priest that is unable to empathize with our weaknesses, but we have one who has been tempted in every way, just as we are, yet he did not sin. So there's nothing that you have gone through that God has not gone through. There's nothing that you have felt that God has not felt also. There's nothing too hard for God to understand. There's no experience that you have been through where God didn't see it, hear it, and feel it with you while you were going through that moment. And he's saying, come to me. All those burdens come to me. In your weariness, come, in your weariness, come to me. In that anxiety, come to me. Seek the Lord in his strength and seek his face continually. That's First Chronicles 16, 11. It's not an easy process to 
unpack things. Like I said, I started with ground zero, didn't even have conversations, regular conversations about mental health, let alone sit on my couch and tell God everything that has been ailing me since I was born. But with continuous relationship, and that's why it's relationship, that gets easier. And the more things start to pop up, as God has done with me, putting me in those rooms to even know that this was an opportunity that he gives us, connecting to people who are able to offer some sort of healing and restoration, even God putting people in my life to be able to unpack certain things with shows that that he cares for us and that he has compassion for us. And it's Isaiah 65, 24. It says that even before they call, I will answer. And while they are yet speaking, I will hear. So as much as we say, you know, pray, 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 listen out for God, listen out for God. Let's not miss the part where we also have conversations because God has made it extremely clear that he's one to hear us. He's the only person that can really hear us with no biases, no selfish desires, just hearing us in love and grace and mercy, thus allowing us to experience him in a different capacity. One more thing before I go, y'all. If you have resentment towards God, if you have questions about God, if you have doubts about God, have that conversation with him. I didn't always feel like God was around, I, I was like Martha. I was like Mary. Where were you? Where were you? Where were you? Where, 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 where? If you were there, this wouldn't have happened to me. Have that conversation with him. Express that anger or that sadness. Just fully... Let God know how you feel about the situation and how you feel about him. There's no bottom to how deep you can go in your relationship with him. Honest, just be 100% transparent. You're not going to get striked down because you were ever mad at God. You're not less of a Christian if you tell God in this moment, I wasn't really rocking with you. I didn't really see eye to eye with you. If you don't understand everything that has happened, that is okay let God know. I don't understand why this happened to me. What was the lesson you were trying to teach me? Was there a lesson? Was this for somebody else? Why Why did this even occur? What was your will for the situation? Was this even your will? And allow him to come in and restore and give you those answers that you so seek. And I'm going to end with this. Um, God gives us a peace that surpasses all understanding. And that comes from Philippians 4 and 7, y'all. Guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. The more we engage in these conversations and unpack trauma and unpack stress with God, the more he's able to offer us the peace, the more he actually takes those burdens away. But if we just, if we're we're unhumble, if we're prideful, if we don't think that we need help, if we're cool with doing things by ourselves, then we suffer. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, I just pray for this believer right now, Lord, that whatever it is that they're going through, that trauma, that stress, that anxiety, that depression, Lord, that they'll just be able to open their mouths and just express their true feelings with you. Let them know that they can be honest and transparent and that you know how they feel, Lord, that you were there when they went through that thing and that you're there to take that burden away. 
give them the opportunity to unpack that with you and send people in their lives that are able to offer that restoration and healing in relationship with you. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Uh, this was not the chippery episode to season two that I wanted it to be. But y'all, when I say that I have been holding on for talking to, from talking to y'all for such a long time because God has so much work that he wants to do. And everybody that is listening, and I have to make sure that it's from him and not just from me. If you want to know more or get more free content of Woe Believer or our podcast, then feel free to visit us on wobeliever.com. And y'all, I'm not going to lie. I do not really like Twitter like that. But y'all can tweet me and Woe Believer at Woe Believer on Twitter. And if you just want to connect with me or get more daily Jesus content, you can follow your girl, Naila Amara, um, on Instagram. Uh, share this with someone else that needs to have a conversation with Christ about trauma, about stress, about pain. Um, and remember that I love you and Jesus loves you too. Peace.